Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. This week, we're with Marcha Murphy of Duchessa Gelato in Carrington, North Dakota. Marcha is sharing how she built her business with a premium farm fresh product, a gelato cart, and a lot of sacrifice and determination. Her gelato is now in demand across the state, and the business is expanding into the agritourism space, where they will offer gelato, gouda cheese, and other dairy products on their new farmstead. So here we go with Marcha Murphy. Okay, well, we're here with Marcha Murphy of Duchessa Gelato in Carrington, North Dakota. Marcha, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yes, thank you for having me. This is super exciting. Yeah. Well, you just so happen to be my first interview from North Dakota, too. So it's exciting for me on that level as well. Tell us a little bit about you and what it was like to grow up on a dairy farm. Okay, so um, it's kind of a, a, a long story, but um, I'm originally from the Netherlands. We lived um, about 45 minutes from Amsterdam. And when I was seven, uh, we moved to Alberta, Canada. Um, so we were dairy farmers in the Netherlands. Um, both of my parents came from dairy farming families. And at that time, they milked about 50 cows. And then they decided they wanted to expand. Um, the Netherlands is a pretty small country, um, small but beautiful. We we still go back um, a couple times a year, but they decided to go to Canada. And then um, we lived there for eight years. They built a dairy farm there and they milked about 150 cows. Um, and then eight years later, they thought, oh, you know, they wanted to expand a little bit more. And I have two older brothers, and they had um, interest in the dairy farm. So they wanted the farm to be big enough to support um, a couple families. So we ended up in Carrington, North Dakota. Um, beautiful small town. We really like it here. And we moved here in 2008. Um, so we've been here for quite a while. We've made this our home now. But um, growing up in a dairy farming family, um, it requires, I guess, a lot of hard work and not a lot of vacations. But my parents always say, find a job that you don't need a vacation from. So um, it's been a very, a very great way for me to grow up. I feel I've learned um, a lot of different things about agriculture and just um, being an entre- entrepreneur. Excuse me. Um, so yeah, I, I guess I wouldn't have wanted it any other way. Um, I'm not a dairy farmer myself. Um, my parent, my brothers are the dairy farmers. My parents are the dairy farmers, and I never really truly had um, an interest in the farming aspect. But I've always loved dairy products, so here I am making um, gelato with the milk from our cows. I love it. So you actually took some time off from the farm to go to college and pursue a career outside of the farm. Yes, I did. So. Um, I went to UND after graduation, and I went into uh, nursing. So I'm also a nurse. Um, I've always wanted to be a nurse, like as a young little girl. If I, it's the only thing I would play. Um, so I went to nursing school, and then I graduated, and, and I worked in the emergency department um, at Sanford in Fargo. Um, and I did that for about uh, two and a half years. And 
my husband and I bought a farmstead outside of Carrington. So we just recently moved back. Um, I'm currently just a full-time gelatier and just making gelato. Um, but if a flexible job opens up in Carrington, I will um, work as a nurse um, casually because I, I do really like being a nurse and I also don't want to give up my license. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the plan for the future, but um, we'll see where everything takes me. I'm kind of just living in the present moment and um, not trying to think too far um, in the future. Yeah. So at what point did the idea for gelato come into the picture? So, um, like I said, we're originally from the Netherlands, so we travel back um, once or twice a year. Obviously, this year we're skipping our trips. Wow. Um, but, my yeah, unfortunately, my two grandmas are still living there um, and some other um, um, immediate family of ours as well. But um, So there's lots of gelato shops there, and we would obviously always go when we go visit. And I was sitting in um, one of the shops one time, and I said to my family, I said, oh, you know, I would really love to do this and bring this back to North Dakota because gelato is, it's not really known here. Um, it's something new. So um, back then they thought, oh no, you're crazy. We're, you're not going to do that, you know? And then I remember sitting in nursing school and I got a text from my mom and she said, mother daughter trip. Um, there was um, a gelato university um, immersion course in Chicago so the the school is originally in Italy, but they'll come to the USA um, once or twice a year to do like um, an, an immersion course, like I said. So we went to Chicago and we learned the basics of making gelato. And then we both kind of fell in love with the process. And we came back home and we thought, you know, we should really um, try doing this. And then um, I applied for a grant. Um, through North Dakota, and I was accepted. So then I said, oh, there's no turning back now. So I bought um, equipment to start up. And then, um, yeah, that's kind of how it started, I guess. Um, just had a small idea of doing it. And then my mom kind of pushed me and um, helped me follow my dream. So here we are. That's great. So how did you start bringing the dream to life? Once you got the education, where did you start? That's a good question. I'm like trying to think back. I guess since we use farm fresh milk um, from our dairy farm, we had to um, work with the dairy inspector just to make sure we were following all the rules and regulations. Um, and my mom gave up her spot in the garage and we renovated that into a little micro creamery and built um, a grade B facility. So in North Dakota with a great grade B facility, you can um, produce ice cream, gelato, and cheese. Um, so we started there, and we got um, our equipment from um, Italy to churn the gelato. We wanted to make it as authentic um, as possible. So we started out that way, and then um, we did um, several different types of events. We did lots of um, farmers markets, um, lots of weddings, business meetings. Um, and for the first two years, we worked probably every single weekend um, to get our name out there. Um, and 
yeah, that's kind of where we started. I guess I said yes to anybody who would basically hire me or want um, to have gelato. I don't think I said no, um, maybe maybe once or twice um, to to people that were requesting it. So we sacrificed uh, a lot, but I wouldn't want it any other way. So that's kind of how um, we got off our feet. Wow. So what year was that? That was in 2018. So okay. I think our first event was in Carrington at the um, end of May. And it was just, I just gave the gelato out for free. Um, yeah, and that was the first time we had the cart. I, I guess I didn't mention that we did get a um, gelato cart from Italy as well. It holds six flavors and then it has a cute little bike and a canopy on it. And that's what I would take um, to my catering events and then in the past two years, we've added um, two smaller carts for smaller events, such as like graduations and smaller business meetings um, and things like that. Wow. So how did you get the word out? Did you just start contacting people and saying, we have gelato if you're interested? Did you put out a website? Yeah. It so, sounds like it was very popular very quickly. So yeah, I think... Um, you know, I have a Facebook page and page, excuse me, and an Instagram page and then a website as well. And um, I guess I was pretty particular on some of the pictures that um, I, I took of the gelato. I wanted, obviously wanted everything to be perfect, even though things don't have to be perfect. I Sometimes my husband and my mom says I'm way too picky when it comes to that, but I really wanted to start off like um, really well. I wanted people to really... Um, enjoy looking at the gelato pictures but I think a lot of it is the weddings that we did um, we traveled all throughout the state of North Dakota so um, usually weddings have about 250 to 300 people here so at every single wedding it would be all new people and all new people to see our cart and Duchessa gelato so I think a lot of it was just that type of exposure and then um, word of mouth people that tried it loved it and then they told their family and um, yeah, I think that's kind of where it grew. Um, my parents are, like I said, also dairy farmers. My mom has um, a Vambadaf dairy page and she kind of posts educational things about dairy farming on there. So she already had quite a bit of following um, on there. So yeah, I think if I had to guess, it's probably a little bit of all of that together. Sure. So how have you expanded it beyond those events that you were doing in the first year? Yeah, so um, right now we are doing monthly delivery. So we deliver um, to several um, cities in North Dakota. So we sell them by pints. So people can order, um, usually in the beginning of the month, I'll or open the order on our website and people can order ahead of time. And then they pick up their city or they pick the city that they want it to deliver to and then they pick their gelato and then I'll churn and then I'll deliver it to say Fargo uh, one week and I'll do Carrington and Jamestown the next. Um, so right now we do a lot of deliveries, especially with um, COVID-19. A lot of weddings have been postponed um, or canceled. So this was another way for us to um, continue doing business. Um, but we are also um, adding another business. We're actually um, expanding into Cows and Co. Creamery. So that's going to be like the mother company of Duchessa Gelato. And we're going to start making Gouda cheese. Um, since I'm from the Netherlands, uh, we thought it'd be fun um, to add that to the menu. So fun. I love it. So yeah. is this something you can find in a grocery store? Um, so um, the gelato right now, it's all um, 
me to the consumer. So it's it's truly farm to table. I had thought about putting it in the grocery store, but um, gelato is truly meant to be eaten fresh. So I tell my customers I'd like it to be eaten um, within three days. Um, gelato is still tastes good seven, six months in the deep freeze if you keep it in the deep freezer. However, um, if you really want the authentic and true Italian experience, um, gelato should be eaten as soon as it is made. Um, and I was I feared that putting the gelato in the grocery store that it would sit in the cooler for many many days and or many many weeks or many many months. And I didn't really want that um, to happen. I wanted to keep my product um, premium. So I think my gelato I want to keep small scale. And I think when we start making Gouda cheese, um, I would like to put that in the grocery store um, if it ever gets to that point. Talk about some of the flavors you offer. Is it true that you have over a hundred different flavors? Yes. Yeah, we do try. We've probably hit over a hundred, but you know, the the main uh, flavors, vanilla bean, Dutch chocolate, um, pistachio, hazelnut, stracciatella, that's like a, uh, it's a sweet cream base with chocolate flakes. That's um, very um, typical Italian. And then um, gianduja, which is a dark chocolate hazelnut, one of my favorites. Um, cookies and cream, everybody loves cookies and cream. Um, a popular one is salted butter caramel. That's really been a hit. Um, we started doing that one right away and everybody loved it. So that's always one that comes back. Uh, we also do sorbettos and those are um, water-based. So we've done like a raspberry basil or just a plain strawberry or uh, pineapple mango. Um, it's kind of cool with gelato. Your flavor choices are kind of unlimited. You can basically uh, make anything We've made an, an avocado basil before, and it sounds really weird, but it is so, so good. And um, an amarena cherry um, yogurt. So we add a little bit of yogurt in our gelato base, and then we swirl wild um, amarena cherries, and those are grown in Italy, actually. So I think a lot of it's um, people around North Dakota, they, they kind of um, stick with their vanilla and their chocolate, I've noticed. Um, when we go to Fargo, um, there's obviously quite a bit more people that live there, and they're more into um, the pistachio and kind of the, the, the different flavors, I should say. But once people try the different flavors, they um, really like them. So we try to um, throw in as many um, different ones in our orders as possible to get people to um, taste different kinds so fun. So do you do custom flavors if people ask for it? Yes. Yep. So um, usually for weddings, how it works, like if somebody um, uh, books the Duchess cart, so that's our big cart, it comes with six flavors. I'll give them like a list that they could choose from, but I also give them the freedom um, to come up with their own flavors if they, if they like, and then they can give me ideas and then I'll um, test the flavor. And then um, if it works, I let them know. And I haven't had any requests that um, haven't been successful. So I just um, usually add their special flavors to um, their menu for the weddings. That is, I love that. So yeah. you can order all of these custom through the website, right? Yeah. So it's um, 
It's like every month we do about eight to 10 different flavors and we try to change it up every month and then people can order ahead of time. But the order is only open um, for about a week because then it'll be closed and then I'll churn for the monthly orders, if that makes sense. So it's not something that's just open at all times and you can order whenever um, because um, right now with the delivery and stuff, um, it has to be closed at a certain amount, because um, I'll, I'll, I need time to prepare. Um, but in the future, when we have our um, on-farm store, uh, we'll always have gelato available in Carrington for people to come pick up whenever. And if people are traveling from Fargo or Bismarck to visit the creamery, they will always be able to um, get gelato there. But since we're mobile right now, this is the system that we have set up. Perfect. Tell us more about this new farm that you have and your plans for it, because it sounds really fun. Yeah, uh, we're very, very excited. So um, it's an actually an old um, uh, dairy farming farmstead, I should say. The, the couple that lived there with their family, they were dairy farmers as well. Um, so it's got a very, very rich history, and the family um, is very enthused about their history and their um, they are very involved still now that we've um, bought in the place, um, but it's a few miles from the dairy farm. I live, we live really close to both of our families, my husband and I, um, but we've purchased this farmstead this year um, and we are going to renovate. There's an, um, an old pole barn there. It's a 50 by 80 and we are going to renovate that into the creamery. Um, and it's going to be cows and cold creamery. So everything that I am doing at my parents' house right now in their garage is going to get transferred over there. And then so there will be a, a gelato and a cheese processing um, room. And then we'll also have an aging room for the Gouda cheese because um, it'll age um, on the, the pine planks. And then we'll also have a little um, bistro area where people can come and have a cup of coffee and some gelato and some cheese. And it'll probably be a small menu. I haven't quite decided what we want to put on that menu, but we will try to tie um, some of our Dutch roots um, into the menu so people can see um, what some popular food items are there. And then it has a really cute um, old dairy barn um, on the farmstead. It's it's really just an adorable place. Of course, now that it's mine, I think it's like the best the best place ever. <laughs> um, but it's really private. Um, it's got a small farmhouse on it. Um, eventually, we'll have a little pasture with some animals. So when people come, say from Fargo, they can make it a day trip with their family and see how the gelato and the cheese is made, and then have a little treat and see the animals, and then also head. Um, to the dairy farm and see how we milk our cows. Um, so it, I kind of want it to be a little tourist, um, ag, agricultural education place, and then just a fun place for a family or some girlfriends or whoever um, to come visit. That sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully all these dreams, because right now the creamery, it's still, most of it's still a dirt floor and the plumbing is done for the most part and the concrete guys coming in so it's very um slow moving but that's okay it'll just make it so much better when it's all finished in the end yes that's very exciting well what advice would you have for someone who has an idea like you did that they want to bring to life um i think the biggest thing is for me was my um support system my family 
um, and my husband, everybody's been like cheering me on from the start and helping me in any way that they can. So starting off with a, a, um, a good cheer squad, I guess, would be the biggest thing. And then finding mentors who are doing something similar um, than what you would like to do. There was a lot of um, gelato shops in the Netherlands that were willing to share information and willing to help me um, start off with my business. Um, and then looking for um, grants in the town or the city or, or the state that you live in um, that they offer to help you get off your feet. Um, there's lots of small business grants out there. They take a little bit of time and uh, preparation, but I think it's all worth it. Um, yeah, and then I guess it takes a lot of also hard work and sacrifice. Um, I Looking back, I missed a lot of things and I, I worked a lot of weekends and some holidays, but um, I, I wouldn't want it any other way when I'm working the weekends or when it's Friday, I don't think, Oh, it's the weekend. Like I, my days are kind of all the same now. Um, and I feel like when I was a nurse, it was more like, Oh yes, it's the weekend. We get to go and do something fun. Um, but now I feel like with this business, my life is just constant fun and I get to be with my family a lot. So kind of rambling on to very different things, but I guess, yeah, finding a mentor would be the the biggest thing. That's great advice. And what particular grant did you get, just in case anybody's interested in that? Yeah, so um, North Dakota has um, a grant. It's called APUC, and they it's it's mainly for agricultural business. So they um, will help. Um, pay for like marketing. They um, will help pay for feasibility studies. Um, like I said, marketing and things like that. And okay. I'm not sure if APUC is um, in other states, but it may be something for, I, I don't know, North Dakota has it. It's like through the um, Ag Commission um, or the Ag Department, the Ag Commissioner. So I'm not sure if um, other states have it as well, but North Dakota does. <laughs> Okay, perfect. And I think, you know, Google search can show you a lot. There's probably something similar in other states too. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Well, you mentioned a little bit about your community of Carrington, but tell us more about that. What do you love about living here and how has the community embraced you and your family? Yeah, I think, um, Carrington has been absolutely amazing for um, myself as Duchessa Gelato and um, Cows and Co. Creamery, um, but also Vambadaf Dairy, our dairy farm. Um, we host um, an open house every other summer, and it is amazing all the people that come and support um, my parents and my brothers and uh, myself as well. Um, it's I, With our gelato orders, um, Carrington always, like, it's always the biggest order. And I just, with such a small town, it's about 2,500 people um, with the, uh, the surrounding um, homes, but small community, but man, it's Carrington pretty powerful. Um, it's just a, a really nice, well taken care of town. We have a hospital and we have a, a, actually a brand new elementary school now that's connected to our high school, um, a beautiful park. We have beautiful flowers. Um, they're trying to keep Main Street up and running with the old business. It's, it's truly uh, an amazing town um, going into our small grocery store and knowing almost everybody and always seeing a smiling face. And it's just um, 
a very welcoming and warming um, community. Uh, we had thought about doing cows and co-creamery outside of Fargo um, just because of the uh, population. There's more people that would be, um, you know, right at our doorstep. Uh, and I love Fargo, nothing against Fargo, but um, there was just something that was tugging me back to the small town life and being back now and sitting at our farmstead and not hearing a whisper, um, it's truly um, the best place on earth is a small town. And I do come from a small town. I've always lived in a small town, so that may make a difference. But um, I recommend it to everybody and anybody um, to live the small town life. I love it. Well, how do we follow along with everything you have going on and all these upcoming projects? Yeah, so um, we have, like I said, a, a Facebook page, Duchessa Gelato, and then we have an Instagram page, Duchessa Gelato, and we also have a Cows & Co. Creamery Instagram page. As soon as our creamery is open and up and running, our Facebook um, page will probably be changed to Cows & Co. Creamery um, since that'll kind of be the head, and Duchessa Gelato will just be um, underneath that. Um, so yeah, you could follow us along on uh, social media and then um, also on our website for more information. Um, a lot of our catering information and prices are listed there and um, people are always welcome to call me. I think my phone number is listed on the website and um, uh, my social media pages as well. Okay, perfect. Well, I can't wait to come visit and watch as you bring all of these new things to life. It just sounds so much fun. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate everything that you do. Well, don't you just love this fun business that Marcha has built? I can't wait to see her plans come to life on the new farmstead, and I have a feeling this is only just the beginning for her. Be sure to check out the show notes for all the links and to follow along. I trust you're super inspired from today's episode and probably have a handful of people you know who would love to hear it. So go ahead and text them the link and leave us a kind review while you're at it so we can keep on spreading the Rural Revival message far and wide. And stay tuned in with us on Instagram and Facebook at Rural Revival Co. to keep updated on this podcast and all things Rural Revival related. And we'll catch you next time on the Rural Revival Podcast. Have a great day, everybody.